0: hey thank you for joining today I um, have unplugged from Instagram now so it's my first day without Instagram not gonna lie this morning I felt I woke up and I texted my friend and I thought have I made the right decision? Like, am I cutting myself off from business opportunity and stuff like that? But no, it was just a fear that came up for me. I fully trust in my decision and I just, I feel really good about it. At the end of the day, it's more of a values thing for me, just about, um, you know, the, the morals of the people that run the platforms. And I don't want to shame anyone for using it themselves. You do, you do what, lights you up and use it how you want to use it. I just know for me it's it's a full body rejection to the platforms and I feel like I want to um support things that are moving towards an empowering and inspiring future. So yeah, it was I woke up this morning and I thought, oh, have I made the right decision. I know I have. It was just a fear for me that was popping up as I said. So Anyway, it's great. Like I've been writing my blog and just really enjoying that. Um, if you guys want to check it out, my Substack. stack, um, I'll leave the details of it in the show notes so that you can follow me if you wish to. Um, there I'll be writing more long form content, uh, which is what I always loved to do on Instagram is just write longer captions and write all my thoughts and feelings and sometimes sharing one perspective takes quite a few words, you know, to explain the concept that I want to explain and I can't do it in the amount of characters that um, I wanted to on, that Instagram would let me. So yeah, if you want to follow, then you can check out the details in the show notes. But today I wanted to pop in and talk about uh, dogma and religion and spirituality. And as you guys know, and if you've been following me for a while, you know, that I came from a religious background. Um, and in no way do I want to, um, I don't want to shame religion on anyone. I don't want to shame anyone's spiritual beliefs, uh, at all. I have been there where I've, you know, I guess being in a place of pride where I've thought, yeah, I found all these answers to questions that I always had when I was younger. And I found the truth, you know, and I guess I was a bit prideful in thinking that and thinking that religion was wrong. It's my personal opinion that religion, um, well, I want to narrow down here and say Christianity for me didn't fill all the gaps that I needed to fill to feel that connection of source or God or the universe. So my personal journey was just going on that path where I had to have certain questions answered to have a resonance with me because I couldn't feel the connection that people would feel when they'd go to church and that just wasn't my path. I just there was quite a few things that just didn't make sense to me. Um, and no one could answer, but in no way do I feel like religion is, does not give you a spiritual connection. Um, I used to feel like that. I used to think, how, how can that give you the biggest, bigger picture? But that was, that was my journey. And now I feel like, you know, there's no, there's no limit to where God or source can reach you. You know, if that's in a church, then that's amazing. If that's in nature, then that's amazing. It's wherever you feel that deep spiritual connection and you know what that is for you. Um, And I truly feel like we all have our own personal spiritual connection in one way or another. We may not even call it spirituality but it's a place where you feel connected to you or something bigger it could be art I don't know it could be anything where you feel like uh, there's more than just you or you're working on something or you're moving through something that feels bigger than you so you know find what lights you up but yeah I for me you know, I've gone through my journey of, I guess, shaming religion. Um, it was out of my own frustrations and my own hurt that I would do that. And, you know, I just felt like I had to prove that I'd found the answers or something. I don't know. And that still, I still believe in those things. It's just not not that I want to shame someone else's faith or their spiritual connection because, well to be honest how dare I do that I I don't know what feels spiritual to someone else and I you know would I have judged that in the past um so yeah I wanted to talk about what dogma looks like and how it can even show up it can be in religion it can be in science it can be in politics it can be in anything It can be in spirituality and I've certainly seen it in all those areas. I've seen where even in the spiritual community, there's dogma and there's set ways and set rules that people think they need to follow to become more spiritual or to become better at this or more pure in that way. Um or more knowledgeable. You know, if we're talking about science or something, then maybe people feel like they're smarter if they uh, adhere to these guidelines or these rules or this group think in that one specific area. So it's really interesting to notice where dogma shows up. And even in the health industry, um, I've experienced it myself where I've noticed how different you know, whether it's keto, whether it's vegan, whether it's, you know, there's so many ways where dogma can show up and it's basically shunning all the other ideas out there and only thinking that your one is the correct one. Where I was, I met up with um, a couple of my friends today and we were talking about health and, you know, healing from certain ailments or whatever it is and we we're talking about how sometimes that healing journey changes and then personally I was talking about celery juice and how I've just started this journey of celery juice where I'm having it every morning I'm trying to heal my eczema um, I used to do liver cleanses all the time and I haven't done one in years and I'm seeing the effects of the celery juice bring out the toxins through my skin um, but I'm wanting to you know heal from my eczema and my asthma too I have noticed (coughs) excuse me that my asthma has got better so it's interesting but yeah my friend was saying I can't drink celery juice because it just totally drains me like it I feel so dehydrated and it just doesn't work for her and she worked with a naturopath and you know, tried to um, change it up a bit and try it all different ways, but it just didn't work. So my point is that everything looks different to everybody. We've all got different bodies. We've all got different life experiences. We've all got different um, ideas and perceptions of the world. And, you know, there's, it's just basically one size does not fit all and the more I have experienced in, in life, I realize how we are all so unique, and we are, we should all be so accepting of someone's journey, no matter what, you know, we have to, to really actually give them some credit for the fact that they're following something that feels good to them. We can't, even begin to say what we know is best for someone else because we don't and I learned that lesson very harshly years ago many years ago I think it was more than 10 years ago now I thought that I knew what was best for somebody um, being a friend and you know looking on the outside I would have been right but I didn't know what that plan was going to look like for this person. And it turned out to be one of the best things for that person. It turned out to be a blessing, a complete divine intervention and a blessing. And I really (laughs) learned my lesson in thinking that I know what's best for people Um, in that way because, yeah, we just don't know what the bigger plan is. We can't play God. We don't know what is right for someone. So, yeah, my point, I guess, thinking about in with all this dogma is that we have to really just remember that we are all so unique. We've got different needs. We've got different personalities. We've got different sensitivities. We've got different hearts we got different pasts and traumas and things that we're going to be on the journey that suits us best and the only person that can tell that person what is good for them is their own heart and their own soul um so yeah i think you know one i wanted to make reference to that and two i wanted to just point or give awareness to how dogma can play in all of our lives and where it can show up and just to be really mindful of that. You know, you guys know that I am a massive advocate for free speech. That's part of the reason why I did leave Instagram. Um, But, you know, free speech means freedom of expression and free to choose and do what you feel is right for you so yeah big advocate for that is just people being who they want to be and not being all the same I hate the idea of a world (laughs) where we're all so similar and we're all doing the same things and just jumping in because of you know because everyone else does it like that's never been me I've always wanted to you know, explore my own uniqueness. And at times I have gone with the crowd. Um, That was before I really knew who I was, or I really had confidence in expressing myself in a unique way. And then other times I've wanted to be so unique that I actually end up rebelling for the sake of it. (laughs) I'm not there anymore, but sometimes it does come up occasionally. And I think, oh, you're just trying to you just want to be a rebel for the sake of it. Um, so it's It's funny, isn't it, just to notice where you might be going against something for the sake of it or you're being true to yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about that today. It was just something that I kind of wrote a little bit about in a blog, not dogma specifically, but I kind of spoke about spirituality, journey. And what God looks like to us, they're two different blogs. So if you want to check out the details and have a bit of a read, um, I would love you to subscribe to my Substack if you'd like to and um, keep keep on being kind to each other, keep on questioning things, keep on thinking for yourself. I think that's one of the most important things we can do right now is to learn how to think for ourselves. We get barraged with information from every single angle on how we're supposed to think about something and I think if we can take information from all different angles and make up our own mind, I think it's a really powerful skill that is very needed during these times uh, where, you know, there's a war in our consciousness And I don't want to sound woo-woo, but there is, there's information everywhere. And I think if you, if you aren't very uh, careful with your discernment, you can fall prey to other people's ideologies and ideas. Um, And in saying all of this, you know, I put myself in those things sometimes. You know, sometimes it can... You can jump into an ideology and think, oh, you know. and I think it's just always good to zoom out, basically. And I'm sorry, that was a very disjointed <laughs> couple of paragraphs. But always zoom out and just think, you know, you're thinking for yourself. Are you really discerning what's going on around you? Because we can get swept up in emotion. We are emotional beings and there's nothing wrong with that. But we, we do have to just zoom out. Just take a little bit of a back step and just see what's going on and and um, adjust our thinking accordingly. But, yeah, I'll see you guys next Friday. Um, thank you for being patient on the journey of me being more disciplined in showing up, and I'm really trying. I'm actually wanting to have a backlog of episodes so I can be more. So I'm working towards that. Um, but thanks for your patience. If I haven't um, (laughs) done it on the specific day that I've said I would, I really try so hard to do what I say. And I do sometimes it's just a little bit behind the eight ball and I I don't want to do that anymore. (laughs) I'm really working hard to try to make it um, very consistent, as consistent as I can. Um, so yeah, thanks for your patience with that and I hope you guys have a great weekend and I'll chat to you next Friday.